0: Thank you for joining Sumpter Chapel's weekly podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and speaks life to your spirit. As always, we pray that this podcast will further God's kingdom by seeing one more made new. Now, let's get started with today's message. Joy is a difficult thing for most people in our world to define, to to not just... Experience. I think we're longing for the experience of joy, but also for most of the people in our culture especially, I think we have a difficult time defining what joy is and how it's displayed and what it looks like. And, and so we struggle. We struggle with experiencing joy, knowing we have joy, but also defining joy. We know what happiness is, I think we have a pretty good grasp of what happiness is, but joy is a little more difficult for us. And and I think it's because our culture has a lot to offer that simulates joy or gives us these feelings or these experiences that that are displays of things that can come from a deep joy that's within. They can be expressions of joy. But many times, for many people, they're not. They're just reactions to the external things that they're experiencing. So like, have you ever been to see a comedian live? Has, has anyone ever been to, com- to see a comedian live? Well, if you haven't, at least you've watched really funny videos on li- online, a YouTube, a Facebook, whatever, or someone's told a joke and so you've laughed, right? You've had a, a, a good laugh, maybe an extended period of laughing maybe even enough to make you cry, right? And and so that sort of laughter is incredible, and it's joyous. And if it's coming from deep within, if laughter is coming from a place of joy from deep within, then it is a true expression from, of joy. But if it's where you can laugh, you can experience that laughter, but then it's not coming from a place of joy, then, then you're just experiencing laughter. It's not evidence of joy, uh, We also see this maybe in in being entertained through a concert, like music or production. And there's this sense of entertainment, of excitement, of enthusiasm. Maybe we can get hype about something. (laughs) You can get excited and you can get up for it. But it's not necessarily from a deep sense of joy from within you. That's not what it is. It's not welling up from within that you're this excited or hyped it's the external you're reacting to what the artist is doing or what what the situation is the entertainment that you're experiencing i mean we see this uh, with our love for sporting events right and with your team if your team wins the overwhelming enthusiasm that is experienced and then displayed is unmistakable and it's not that that emotion is wrong it's not that these displays of emotion are wrong. That's not what we're talking about. It's where are they coming from? Are they merely coming reaction to the externals and the situation? Are they merely reactionary things where we experience this high and this incredible enthusiasm, but then we're actually, when we're by ourselves, that's not the life we're experiencing. It's not coming from a deep sense of joy. It's just an expression of emotion We also see this especially among the the younger generation through some like thrill-seeking adventure the next high so we we travel the world or we do all these things that create a sense of thrill and excitement and give us a high an emotional high experiential high but again is that just numbing us or giving us a sense of a false reality is it really just allowing us to chase after emotions and maybe ignore what's within, ignore what the reality is of what's going on in our life, like an escapism, or is it coming out of a deep sense of joy? Something deeper than just the experiential surface level emotional reactions. Joy is a deep sense of fulfillment, ultimately. That's what it is. It's a deep sense of fulfillment. Uh, uh, the experience that that things have been made right, that that fulfillment has happened in my life, that not that I have everything figured out, but there's a sense of security and confidence and fulfillment that creates joy in someone's life, that then it displays itself through celebration, through a lifestyle of joy, through a lifestyle of celebration and a talking about what life is truly, the excitement of life. And that deep sense of joy is what Scripture talks about as we read the Bible surrounding the coming of the Messiah. Scripture talks about this joy springing up from within, welling up from within because of the Messiah's coming. Because of the salvation offered through Jesus, there's this expectation of joy. This experience of reconciliation between God and humanity, of humanity being brought back into the place it should be, which is the ability to be in the presence of God, of the presence of God dwelling with us yet again, God with us, a return to the designs of God for humanity. Creates joy and it wells up from within, not an external excitement merely, not in just an experiential, emotional reaction, but a deep sense of joy because of the freedom found, the victory experienced because of the salvation offered by the Messiah, the Savior, Jesus coming to earth. And we see this in Isaiah 12. In Isaiah 12, we, we read about this excitement and this joy as prophesied by the Old Testament uh, prophets, the, the ones that would hear from God on behalf of the people of God at that time. We're talking about this Messiah to come, this Savior of the world that was to come, and we get this passage in Isaiah. That's a song of praise for salvation, a song of praise for the Messiah's coming, and this is what it says in Isaiah chapter 12. It's only six verses long, so if you want to read along with me... Or It'll be on the screens. Hopefully you were able to read it this week if you've been reading along with our reading plan. But Isaiah 12, this is what it says. In that day you will sing, I will praise you, O Lord. You were angry with me, but not anymore. Now you comfort me. See, God has come to save me. I will trust in Him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. With joy, you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. In that wonderful day, you will sing, thank the Lord, praise his name, tell the nations what he has done. Let them know how mighty he is. Sing to the Lord, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praises around the world. Let all the people of Jerusalem shout his praise with joy. For great is the Holy One of Israel who lives among you let us pray god we we ask that you would impress upon us the full reality of our salvation that we may have joy allow us to see clearly and fully and acknowledge fully the weight of our sin the mess of our lives how we've messed things up. How we are not as we were intended to be. So that then we can also fully grasp your salvation. How you've come to made thing, make things right. How you've come to make us new. Renewed. Into the very image you created us in. To fulfill that in us. That we might fully experience your presence. And fully have your presence inhabit us. That we might return to the place humanity was designed to be. That you have returned us to that place in coming to earth and inhabiting flesh and becoming a child, a baby. You returned things. You you had victory over the division and the separation between humanity and you. And we thank you for that and that that realization of salvation that we can have that fully realized salvation that we can experience can bring us joy. Would you do that work in us this morning and moving forward throughout this season that we might be a light to this world, that people might see a joy in us that is unlike what they, the experiences of happiness that they've seen around them, a deep-seated joy, a, a joy down deep in our souls that we might be a light to the world. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Have you ever waited and persevered and and fought for something like a goal or a situation in your life? Have you ever have you ever waited through, waited through it and persevered through it and fought for or fought through something, and then experienced a moment of achievement or victory or overcoming or success? The fulfillment of what you were longing for? The fulfilled dream that you were dreaming? Have you experienced something like that in your life before? Have you? That, that moment of fulfillment, when you've waited and you've persevered and you've fought and then it's fully realized, that thing that you were going through or longing for, that's what we're talking about, but on a whole nother plane, on a whole different level. We're talking about the groaning of humanity to be returned and restored back into the very presence of God, or even more so, the very presence of God being returned and restored back into humanity. That's the Messiah's coming. That's Jesus' coming. It's a grander scale than even just our own personal experience of fulfillment. This is the fulfillment of God's purposes among humanity. The scriptures, the story in scripture almost, it talks about it as if it's the birth of a child. Uh, Some of you have experienced childbirth. And and some of you men have been there while while, while childbirth has been happening. And the, and the switch of emotions from the difficulty of childbirth to the just utter joy that's experienced when the child is born. It's just, it's incredible. It's an incredible moment. An incredible moment of joy when a child is born through the pains of childbirth. And that's how the Bible describes this from an analogy a metaphor standpoint, it's as if the whole world was groaning and waiting and persevering until there could be a Savior that would be born. Now, the irony is, this is not just metaphor or analogy. It was actually experienced by Joseph and Mary. Think about that. Think about that, that that Mary actually felt the pains of childbirth within her. Humanity actually had one, Mary, a representative, that would feel the pains of childbirth, and Joseph would be there beside her as they walked through that together in order for the joy of the Messiah to be born, of this baby Jesus being born, that they knew would be the Savior of the world. They didn't know all of what that meant, but remember, God told them that this Jesus This baby that was being born through them would save the world, would save us, would rescue us, would give us freedom from that which keeps us in bondage, which is sin. That's the joy we're talking about. The joy of one who is coming to restore all that which was supposed to be true to forgive sin, to take the defining thing of sin where we feel like we're so defined by our mistakes and our sins and our messes and redefine us back to how God intended. I've experienced this in my own life, this genuine experience of joy, but only after I kind of got over my own individual achievement. It's taken me having to learn to get over my own individual achievement mentality for me to really experience joy. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, I've had these moments where I've pressed through something, waited for, achieved something. Achieved something of value. It's not degrading what I experienced, but I achieved something, and in, in, in experiencing that achie- achievement was great but it doesn't compare to the achievement that God has already performed. It was in realizing that those moments of fulfillment were so small and compared to what God had done for me through Jesus, that I could look upon the mess of my own life, the sin of my own life, the way I had been separated from God and His purposes in my own life, and yet what He had accomplished for me through Jesus Christ. The accomplishment of salvation through Jesus Christ that He had done on my behalf, and it was the taking hold of that, the the full realization of the weight of my sin and my mess and the separation it caused between me and God, and then the the crossing of that boundary, the knocking down of that wall, the, the reconciling of how God brought opened up a relationship with him to me through Jesus. And fully realizing that is what began to, to bring joy in my life. An inner, deep sense of joy began to form and blossom in my life when I stopped trying to achieve some sort of a relationship with God that He was already offering me. Because I can't. I I can't. I can't overcome my own sin. Only He can do that in me. I I can't be good enough for Him. I, I can't work my way into this relationship with Him because He's already offered it to me. He's already done everything necessary my response to him is not my working for it. And, and when I began to fully grasp that and take hold of that, when I get, began to fully own the mess of my own life and yet the, the relationship he was offering me in spite of that, and the victory that he was offering me over that, that's where joy is found. Do you find yourself having joy in this season of life? Not just this season of Christmas. Of course, the season of Advent and of Christmas. But in this season of life, do you find yourself having joy? Because it's something Jesus came to give you. It's something Jesus came to establish in you. And if not, what's keeping you from it? What's keeping you from experiencing joy? What's holding you back? Are you holding yourself back? Have you, have you not fully realized your salvation? Are you still caught up in all the externals and in, in the things that could bring you temporary satisfaction and happiness and temporary fulfillment that you haven't fully realized what God has accomplished for you through Jesus Have you not looked fully upon your own mess and your own sin? Have you not looked fully upon the ways you've broken this relationship God offers and dealt with that and been willing to be honest about that, both just in your own relationship with God and with others? Because if you haven't, then you can't fully take hold of then The salvation God has to offer in the midst of that. You you can't fully realize all that God has done for you through Jesus Christ if you don't know what you've done to break a relationship. The reconciling of relationships. That's what we're talking about here. Between humanity and God. Between you and God. Between you. He, He came to bring victory to you. He came to overcome sin in your life, in the the here and now. This isn't just a philosophical, theoretical, one-day thing we're talking about. I know a lot of the times the church talks about it that way, a a one-day a getting into heaven, a one-day experience, but we're talking about an experience now. That's how the, the Bible talks about it, that Jesus came to humanity thousands of years ago, but he wants to show up in your life now. He wants to come into your life now into whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever sin that seems to entangle you, whatever thing that seems to be overcoming you, and he's offering the very power of God to show up into your life now and overcome that, that thing, those things, this world. That's what brings joy. When we fully realize the extent to which we need God, and then, and then take hold of the offer He's already made for Him to come in and save us from ourselves, from our sin. It produces joy, celebration, victory. That, when, when a war has been won, there's celebration and a war has been won for your soul. When, when a war has been won, The people celebrate. The people celebrate that the battles are over, that the war has been won, that victory has been attained, and Jesus has accomplished that victory for your soul. And so joy is possible, deep, inward, transformative joy that then springs out of you in celebration, in singing, in response, in telling the story of what God has done. However it takes form in your life to display it to those around you, it will because joy will transform you. It will give you a sense of hope that no matter what you come up against, God is the overcomer. He can accomplish that in your life. So what's keeping you from joy this season? Are you anticipating the joy that He has to offer Through the fully realized salvation that He's offering. We need to anticipate joy. Anticipate the experience of joy in our life as we as we go deeper into a relationship with Him and a deeper realization of what He has accomplished for us. That's what the coming of Jesus means. This is what the birth of Jesus looks like in our life. It's the birth of joy amongst humanity, hopefully, but at least amongst those who, who recognize who He is and that He has come. That's where it starts. For those of us who, who recognize Jesus as Messiah and Savior, who, who have experienced the salvation from our sins that He offers, the, the relationship with God, the Holy Spirit coming into our lives, for those of us who know Jesus as Messiah, we have access to true, genuine, deep, transformative joy. What's keeping you from that this season? May we, as we respond to God's word this morning, may we have joy deeply planted within us. So as we go out into the world, people would see something different about us, a light within us, a joy exuding from us not this isn't like extroverts unite it has to be done a certain way that's not what we're talking about we're not talking about some sort of just extroverted expression we're talking about a welling up from within a deep satisfaction fulfillment of knowing that my god has come through for us not just me but for us He has come through and He has offered salvation and He has accomplished victory over sin and I can now take hold of that, take grasp of what He has done for me this morning. May we experience that joy so that that joy might change the world through us.